Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates, little dire straits, money for nothing. I, I'm sure that's the way Joe Biden views things. And it's reflected in our economy. The Bureau of Economic Analysis announced last week that the U.S. GDP rose a pathetic 2% in the third quarter of 2021. This is the latest evidence that Joe Biden's policies of big government socialism are dramatically slowing the nation's economy. Joining us now to discuss the state of our uh, of our economy is Steve Moore. He's the former Trump economics advisor and co-founder of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Steve, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Uh, thanks, John, for having me. Steve, before we get to this story, I, I have to ask you about the Virginia election. You know, before the election, Kamala Harris said, quote, what happens in Virginia will in large part determine what happens in 2022, 2024, and so on. Uh, I guess voters don't don't like Joe Biden's economy, do they? <laughs> well, you know, uh, it was, uh, there's no question about it. Democrats got uh, from the voters a, a, a stiff spanking, and they needed it. Uh, the Democrats have lurched so far to the radical left with the socialist agenda that nobody voted for. And um, so it was, a, it was a message by voters to... Democrats to to uh, you know moderate your message and we we don't want socialism we want uh, you know we don't want our taxes to be higher than any other country in the world we don't want massive amounts of debt and deficits and so we'll see whether Nancy Pelosi actually got the message uh, the day after the election she said what election there was an election we didn't know that we're not we're just going right. to move forward with our agenda so uh, if they do that then they're going to get spanked again even harder in 2022. So I think that it's going to be very difficult for her to get the 218 votes she needs for her radical agenda. And I think it'll be uh, even harder in the Senate to get to 51. You know, I mean, they can't lose a single Democrat in the Senate and they can only lose three or four in the House. So they they don't have much of a margin for error here. And yet, Steve, just what, yesterday, day before, uh, Occupational Safety and Health Administration issued their decree that any company with more than 100 workers must be fully vaccinated. I mean, it's just the ultimate in authoritarian snub to small business. Well, I mean, 100 employees, but still, it's relatively small business. It impacts roughly 84 million employees. You know, Joe Biden said he would shut down the virus. Instead, he's shutting down business. It's just $14,000 fines per violation. it's, It's staggering. He just no regard. 
A g- great point. And if you look at what happened, let's not forget what happened in New Jersey, which was an even bigger political earthquake than in, uh, than in uh, Virginia. And they, I think that they're going to be counting votes for, uh, you know, maybe a week to come to figure out who actually won the governor's race. But even if Murphy, the incumbent Democrat, won, that's a state that Joe Biden won by 16 points. So and, and the, the, Murphy outspent his Republican, you know, rival by basically um, <laughs> by by about four to one. And he's still barely it, right now. It looks like he's held on, but you never know. So my point is, I think that the other Democrats um, have really outreached their mandate that they got from voters in 2020. I think uh, it was not like people went to the polls in November of last year and said, let's vote for Joe Biden. He's going to spend trillions and trillions of dollars. He's going to run off our debt. He's going to raise taxes through the roof. I don't think anybody expected that. They they didn't think that we were getting uh, Bernie Sanders, but that looks like exactly what we're doing. So uh, I'm, you can tell I'm frustrated because I think what, uh, what uh, Joe Biden has proposed and what uh, Pelosi and Schumer are moving forward with is so bad for America. Just taxes in the world under this plan. Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned the bill that they're pushing. And again, despite the clear message that voters sent, they seem hell-bent on passing this build back And I'll tell you why, socialism I'll tell you why that's happening, because a lot of these Democrats, um, they believe that this is their one moment to, you know, listen to Joe Biden. He said, this is transformational. And he's, he's not lying. I mean, it is transformational. I don't know about you. I don't, I don't want a transformation yeah. of America, <laughs> but they do. And so they, I think even though this is wildly unpopular with voters, uh, they are moving ahead with this because they realize, Hey, if we don't do this now, we'll never get another chance to, to socialize the American uh, economy. Uh, but I still think it'd be really tough for them. I think we've got I'm running a coalition called Save Our Country, Kill the Bill, and, and uh, it's going well. I, th- I think the momentum is against the bill. Incidentally, before I forget, I just want to direct people, uh, your listeners, to I have a you know, you're familiar with PragerU. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have a new video on PragerU. Please, folks, go listen, listen to it, watch it. And if you like it, it, we already have about three, four million views. Please have your friends and your neighbors and your colleagues and even your enemies watch this video. Uh, video because it, it just makes the case it's called the bankrupting of america and that's exactly what's being proposed here this is not what america is about we don't leave trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of debt to our children the average child born today would pay three hundred thousand dollars in debt just from this additional uh, spending and and uh, deficits that we're talking about here we're uh, we're talking with former trump economic advisor steve moore steve we mentioned that two percent gdp if you look back at, at just a handful of, of the current inflation numbers, in the last year alone, gas is up 42%, energy is up 24%, food up 4.5%, clothing up 3.5%, and, and Joe Biden seems to have no answers for any of this stuff other than to raise taxes and increase spending. No wonder GDP is, is sluggish. Well, that's right. I'll give you a concrete example of what you're talking about. Incidentally, gas prices are up uh, in some places almost double from where they were. I mean, we've seen big because the oil prices continue to go up. So that means when the oil price goes up, the price at the gas pump has to go up, too. I think we could be looking at five dollar a gallon gasoline pretty soon around the country. I hope I'm wrong about that. But uh, let's just let me give you one concrete example. So 
uh, Biden has this crazy uh, war on, uh, you know, fossil fuels. We can't produce any more uh, coal and oil, natural gas, even though natural gas is a clean burning fuel. No, we can't. We, we can't produce that stuff. So what they want to do is shut it down. And they've started shutting it down. So we had 12 million barrels a day of production of oil in the United States while Trump was president. We actually became completely energy independent. Now we're at 10 million barrels a day. Now, think about this. The, if my math is right, 12 minus 10 is two, two. So we're 2 million fewer barrels a day production at $85 a barrel, 2 million times 85 is 170 million. That's how much we're losing every single day. $170 million of, of lost output. Multiply that by seven days a week. That's close to a billion dollars a week. Multiply that by 52 weeks. You're talking about 50 billion billion dollars of lost output because we're not producing our own oil and gas. Does that make any sense to you? Well, it does in their world. I mean, that's, but no, no, it doesn't. But obviously in their mindset, that's progress. That's Yeah. I mean, but, but what do they want to do? Take us back to the stone age. I mean, you know, we have a $23 trillion economy. We produce cars, we produce steel, we produce manufactured goods, we produce construction projects, we produce buildings, we could produce technology. All of that stuff takes energy. Uh, does anybody really think that a tw- you're going to be able to produce enough energy with windmills to produce uh, $23 trillion of goods and services? Right. I mean, come on, that's a, that's a wackadoodle do. Well, this is the same people that want to build an electric you know, vehicle network and put a bunch of fueling stations all across the uh, the country, and yet they don't have an electric grid that can fuel, that can power them. Uh, exactly. So, right. so and somebody's got to tell me, you know, here's an amazing, another statistic for you. Tesla is now a, the, the market cap, uh, market valuation of Tesla is now almost a trillion dollars. A trillion, that's incredible. Uh, and so, um, you know, hats off to Elon Musk. That's an incredible achievement to go from a company nobody had heard of five years ago to a trillion dollar market valuation. By the way, the market valuation of Tesla is now three times as great as Chrysler, Ford, and General Motors put together. Now, why am I bringing that up? Can you explain to me why a company that's worth a trillion dollars needs government handouts? Yeah, good point. <laughs> right? Yeah. Good. That's the stupidest. Again, that's, we're doing a lot of stupid things in Washington. That's why the Democrats lost. And, uh, and the other, you know, there was a lot of, uh, I think, you know, you mentioned the vaccine mandate a minute ago. That was a big issue in, um, in New Jersey. A lot of people don't like being told what, what they have to stick in their arm. And, and, uh, and, you know, I'm, a, I'm in favor of vaccines for adults. Children should not be vaccinated, but don't, adults should be. If, but I also believe that people should have their own right to decide yeah. whether they want to have a vaccine or not. The last thing not. I wanted to ask you about was something that came up last week while Joe Biden was napping in Glasgow during the, uh, the climate conference. He committed the U.S. to a global... Mean, wait, 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 wait. Do you mean when he was awake or when he was asleep? Well, you know, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. it's, with him, it's hit or miss. Uh, but he, he committed the United States to a global minimum tax on corporations. Uh, Can you explain just how bad an idea that would be for this country? Well, if you believe in freedom and you believe in free enterprise and you believe in liberty, you know, you want countries to compete on the basis of taxes, right? So that's competition is a good thing. Remember that old commercial when, you know, when companies compete, it's good for consumers. It's good for you and me. Same thing when countries compete on taxes, it's good for everyone. So I'm incredibly frustrated that we now have an American president who's going around the world trying to 
strong arm other countries like Ireland, which has a 12.5% corporate tax rate, and they're getting rich off of it, to raise their taxes. We should be leading the world in a crusade to cut taxes and cut the size of government. This is really, really troubling to me. And I, I think uh, it is unconscionable, frankly, that the American president and the American Treasury Secretary is telling other countries to raise their taxes. And, and a lot of these countries aren't going to do it. You know, they're not going to go along with this. Why would they? No, and it just it, talk about putting ourselves at a, at a competitive disadvantage on the global marketplace. It's just counterintuitive, but that's what Democrats do. They tax, they spend. It, it's their mindset. Steve, it, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. If folks want to stay in touch with you, they can find you on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. It's at Stephen Moore, M-O-O-R-E, and on the web at freedomworks.org, correct? That's right. And if uh, people want to get our, our free, is it really free? I know Joe Biden says these things are free, but this is free. We put out a free, um, what we call our hotline. It goes out uh, five mornings a week, and we email it to people, and it's just read it in five minutes. Newt Gingrich said it's the first thing he reads every morning. Just go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity website, Committee to Unleash Prosperity, and say you want the hotline, and we'll send it to you every morning, five mornings a week. Uh, so you can drink, have it, read it when you drink your coffee in the morning. I get it. Steve, thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Uh, thanks, John, for having me. We're going to pay a few bills, and when we return, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows will be with us. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.